This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Doug hates candy wrappers, creamy baby sticky seeds with 50 as a pop or kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. everybody. My name is Doug and I love movies. movies. Coming to you from the UCB Theater in LA on Tuesday, September 2, 2014, Wolf of Wall Street fight, Terminator 2, Judgment Day of the Dead Men, Walking Tall, The President's Men, and Black Fisher King, Ralph, Dog Day Afternoon, Delight Sleep, Perfect Murder by Death Wish, Three of Me, Ghosts, Worlds, End of Watch, Men Don't, Leaving Las Vegas, Food, La Jingle, All the Wades, World's Fastest, Indiana Jones, and the Temple of Dooms, Days of Thunder, Bolt, and Lightfoot. Yeah. Thank you, Seattle. I had a bumber blast at Bumber Shoot, as always. And uh, that episode uh, that we did there is available for people to listen to now, featuring the return of uh, Werner Herzog. And, uh, yeah, and we'll, I'll try to schedule another Douglas Movies in the Seattle area soon. Vegas, Saturday, 420, Douglas Movies comes to the Plaza Theater in the Plaza Hotel downtown. Hope to see you guys there. Uh, let's look in the prize bag. We got the usual suspects. We got a Doug Loves Movies t-shirt. We got a uh, Gateway Doug 2 Forced Fun CD. We've got... What are the odd things that are in here? Oh, uh, this is a, a fancy lighter that someone made for me on the road that they gave me, and I should give them more credit than that, but I like it. Uh, a couple of Pops hot dogs, of course. <laughs> Gotta have some pops. And then, uh, oh, this is neat. This is really neat. A, uh, a uh, Roku streaming stick. Yeah, Roku. I talk about it all the time. It's one of the things that you can uh, use to uh, access uh, Hulu Pro Plus stuff. 
and uh, there it is. Uh, and I'll talk about the rest of this stuff when we get uh, these guests out here. Uh, there's four chairs, but uh, one guest I, I'm pretty sure is not going to be here at all uh, because that guest just texted me that they thought the show was at 7.30, and that's when they would get here. And I wrote back, don't bother. Because we have to we have to start the Leonard and Malton game before seven thirty, and uh, and then if he just walks in in the middle of the Leonard Malton game, then what's he going to do? Then it's just a guy sitting around watching us play Leonard Malton. I hope you all agree with my decision, <laughs> and I hope to have him on soon. But maybe he'll just show up anyway. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. But please uh, give a big warm welcome to the three folks that are here. Uh, let's hear it for. Lorenza Iso, Eli Roth, and Kumail Nanjiani. She might as well sit one over there and leave, leave this one open since it's down my studio. Just anywhere you want. They take those ones down there. There you go. <laughs> I'm here. This, yeah, this, right. this was really... Uh, Worked out weirdly because I, I was telling Kumail not to sit here where you are now, Eli, because all my stuff is here in front of you. But uh, you know, the fourth guest that might not uh, will probably not show up now that I said don't bother. <laughs> Let me look at my phone again, see see what he's doing. This is scintillating podcast. Let's hear it for <laughs> talking about specific seating, and then checking. well, yeah, well, I mean, you guys talked about the seating when you came out here. I didn't bring it up, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> Let's, uh, let's welcome Kumail Nanjani, everybody, to the show. Hello. Hello. Uh, you, you won a few weeks ago, but then couldn't come back the next yeah, week. So I've been waiting for the opportunity to get you in here, and, uh, and now here we are. And uh, Silicon Valley, when's it come back? Uh, April. I mean, we haven't even started shooting. When does that happen? Well, uh, next month. Do you have a, a date? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. yeah. We start shooting next All month. Right. They've been writing it. Big surprises are in store. Uh, oh, really? Is it, is it strangely start killing people off or something? Well, it's weird that you say that because one of the actors did pass away. So, um, Way to go, Doug. Yeah, what Hilarious. the fuck, dude? Um, so, yeah, Sensitive. I guess we did kill him off. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, weirdly, you did hit upon a very major plot point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, no. That has already happened. I was talking about the next season, <laughs> whimsically. Because um, you're not going to kill anybody off on um, purpose. I know, I'm just being a dick. Um, no, because we win the contest at the end of the first one, so the fallout from that is like pretty, pretty big. It's very different. The next season is very different from the first season, and I'm excited. And then you're but still the, hilarious with very, all of you guys on it. Yeah, yeah, it'll be very funny. Yeah, it's a lot very of, good. Uh, a lot of Douglas movies regulars on there. I got the uh, text back from the gentleman who uh, should I say who it is? Yeah. Yes. 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 Uh, <laughs> it's uh, I, I want to say a joke answer, but I'm just going to tell you it's uh, Neil Brennan was going to come by. Yeah, the great Neil Brennan, who it turns out. But and by the way, Eli Roth is here. You guys. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Back after an awesome first appearance on the show. And uh, you told me that you and Neil were uh, roommates at one time. I was. When I, I moved to the fair city of Los Angeles, uh, he had a roommate named Dave Chappelle who moved out. So he moved into Dave's room. It was like a two-bedroom place on La Brea. And I moved in, and there were just, like, giant shoes everywhere. To me, they looked like clown shoes, but those were Chappelle's shoes. Which he has we, literally yeah, big shoes Literally, literally, thank you. Big shoes to fill. So Neil was my roommate, and then he sold a movie called Half-Baked and said, bye, I'm buying an apartment in Manhattan. And then, no, he sold the pitch to MTV and was like, okay, I have money now, I'm leaving. And then his brother Danny moved in. And that's the most exciting Neil Brennan story I have, everybody. Isn't it great? Don't you love it? But this would have been like a 1409 North Alta Vista reunion right here on Doug Loves Movies. Um, but we'll just, you know, go out and light a candle there and leave our trash and old furniture on the street, as we used to do. Will you guys... Go ahead. You I was just going to say, if you win the letter ball game today, maybe you come back next week, because that's what uh, it sounds like he's committing to next week, and will probably uh, start his commute across town at an earlier time. Because when I said, uh, you know, don't bother coming tonight, uh, you know, he wrote back, uh, understood, and very sorry. I had a gift and everything. Aww. Yeah, yeah. Well, like people think they really went above and beyond by doing the one thing that I ask you to do <laughs> is bring any piece of shit it's item not. from anywhere and put it in the bag. 
He deserves praise for having one. He did everything except show up. Yes. Arguably. <laughs> Arguably. The, most important. The, the most important. I would say so. Uh, Lorenza Izzo. Is it Izzo? Yes. Is that right? Yeah, Lorenza Izzo is here. Uh, star of a movie that I just saw up at the Portland Film Festival called Sex Ed, and it's a, a very entertaining comedy with Haley Joel Osment as a, a, a young man struggling in the world. Uh, he just wants to teach children sex ed and uh, and lose his virginity. Weirdly, those that, that's a weird. Concept. I know, right? <laughs> It's like, I want to teach them how to fuck, and also, I want to fuck. Yeah. This could end very yes. poorly. No, he's he's like one of them in some yeah, ways. Yeah, hopefully you don't want to hit both those goals on the same day. Yeah. It's a very sweet virgin teaching virgins about losing their virginity. Yeah. And then you come along, then then you come along, all hot and fancy, and uh, and he gets he gets excited, and uh, and he and he. He throws he his hat in the ring. He goes for it. He's like a, a virgin in his twenties, and she's the first. He, she's the one that he thinks is going to help him to make it happen. Yeah, that's like I've never touched a bat, but I'm going to play for the Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> well, what happens? Does he touch your bat? Wait, that analogy I, I, falls apart. Yeah, no. No, no spoilers. No spoilers. Are you a teacher in the school? No. You're just. A, I'm a DJ. You're a DJ? Yeah. yeah, she plays a DJ in the film whose who's, uh, younger brother is a student in the school and is a big fan of the teacher because he's so good with the kids and teaches them all the sex things they want to know about. <laughs> it's a really <laughs> dirty movie with children in it. It's, it's kind of amazing. That sounds awesome. Yeah. You have like, yeah, it's like I saw it and I, w- I didn't know anything about it other than Lorenza had a make-out scene with Haley Joel Osment, which I wanted to see. And... <laughs> Um, then there were like 12 years. There's only kids. two people who want to see that you true. and Haley Joel yeah, Osment. That's true. We're a good audience. For and it. dead people. Dead yeah. people. And <laughs> I have to say, it was really. I see strange. hot people. <laughs> and there were like tw- scenes of 12 year old kids talking about anal. It was very funny. They were great. Like I was. I yeah, was there's impressed. a scene where kids go. They go through the room pulling questions out of a hat, and uh, and the questions are all like, "What's a blumpkin?" And, uh, <laughs> and it's <laughs> and Haley Joel Osment is like, "That's inappropriate." Next question, and he gets flustered. But um, it's to it's be a, clear, blumpkin is when you're pooping and getting a blowjob, right? Is that what a blumpkin? I is? only ask because really I have truly want to know. Strawberry short cheesecake. What's a strawberry short no, cheesecake? <laughs> strawberry, che- a strawberry cheesecake. No, strawberry milkshake. That, yeah. When you come on a girl's face and punch her in the nose and the blood <laughs> runs out. <laughs> Why do you ask? I like right? how you say when you. <laughs> you when know how one, when you on do the that? occasion when. Yeah, you know that really normal you thing. You come on her face and then punch <laughs> her. It's a very. <laughs> it's a very sweet. Face. Let me help you get uh, that here, come off your face. To... Punch. No, it has very sweet moments. There's a part when a 13-year-old girl, or like no, way younger, she gets her period, and Haley teaches her how to put on a tampon. I thought it was very sweet. It is super, super sweet. <laughs> it won best. You guys won best film at the. At yeah, the film we film actually festival. got best narrative feature at the film. Oh wow! Day, so. How do we nice. see this movie? It's going to be out on November seventh in like ten select cities and yeah. also uh, VOD. You I bet this is one of them, right? It's going to yes. be out. Got to be LA, yes, right? Yes, it will be out. I hope so. Probably be over at the Sundance or maybe the ArcLight. But uh, you guys were going to initially come on here. I was excited to have you because you have a. Uh, a motion picture. You even brought uh, some some uh, posters a, for it for the poster. prize bag. We had a we a have trailer. a poster that is now defunct. I guess you would have been able to see Lorenza in the Green Inferno next week. As you can see, we crossed out the release date, September. 5th. Oh, that's you! I've seen because that poster. It's awesome. I didn't realize it was you. That is Lorenza screaming, yeah, they, they and it. the release got entirely, completely fucked up for reasons that have nothing to do with the movie. It was a a disagreement with the distributor and the financier who agreed to split advertising money and there were problems and now we're all figuring out sort of where the movie's going to go and what's oh, going to happen. Suck. I was excited yeah. about it. I have a friend who's a critic, Devin Faraci. Yes, you know? of course. He was telling me that it's really awesome. Yeah, Devin, is, Devin, Devin liked it. No, it's fun. I mean, the movie's really, really fucked up and very sick and we shot it in the Amazon. We <laughs> you made a little change of pace for you. Yeah. I know, it's weird. We filmed in a village. It's very different. We filmed in a village with children, speaking of corrupting children, they had never seen a motion picture before. We, they, we, we were in the Amazon and they didn't know what movies were or ice cubes 
And so the producers... Went, Those are the two things Wow, if only know. you'd been shooting a movie with Ice Cube, you could have really uh, educated them. We could, if we had that dare to dream. So when, they didn't, baby steps. They didn't know anything, and you guys were like, hey. They were like, we're going to do this thing where you pretend to be other people. It's called, there's a television. And th- let me just show you an example. And the producers, they're like, they called me. They were so excited. They're like, we went to the village, and we showed them a movie. And they said, yes, we can film. And I'm like, great, what'd you show them? Wizard of Oz, E.T.? And they said, can Holocaust. And I was like, are you serious? And they're like, no, 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 here's the good news. They thought it was a comedy. So there are four-year-old children in Kayanayaku, Peru, who if you ask them, what is a movie? They're like, oh, that's where you paint yourself red and you chop up someone's dick and eat it. And then the movie you made with them probably also has some gruesome stuff in it. There was a lot of gruesome some. stuff. But they got, they, everybody got into it. The kids, they, everybody wanted to pluck the eyeballs and play with the decap. The first time we were shooting, we and BFX, who did all, uh, all the gore in my films, done all of Tarantino's movies and Walking Dead, we set up the village to be like Colonel Kurtz's village with like heads on spikes. And you can see a trailer with Lorenza. They're these American activists that go to save the Amazon in their plane crashes. And the people they save are like, fuck you, and dart, you, dart them and start eating them. So the, we're shooting the scene where the kids are brought to the village and they're all tied up in boats on canoes and we're in the Amazon and I'm feeling like John Houston and like Werner Herzog, like, yes, we're going to, I got my machete and we're like going to yell action and we have heads <laughs> and heads on spikes and dead bodies and a hundred villagers coming over the hill to grab, you know, the, the Americans and just as we're about to start shooting, I hear this music playing and they're singing songs about Jesus, and it was two boats full of Christian missionaries. With, oh, so with for real? With, for, like, giant speakers in the middle of fucking nowhere. What fucking assholes? No, from, <laughs> they were from Texas, and they pulled up, and they see the heads on the spikes, and Lorenzo yes. tied up, and the natives with the head, and they were like, the devil is here, the devil is here. And they're like, no, it's not the devil. It's, you know, Jesus It's Eli Roth. Yeah, which was even worse. It was way worse. They were so pissed off. Way worse. So we had to, t- so the villagers had to go and tell the Christian missionaries to go and fuck off and come back in a few weeks. You so, know. wait, Christian missionaries are just driving on boats yes. with playing, with Christian music playing, and they yes. think that's what's gonna... Like, these people are hanging out like, oh, we should probably listen to what those assholes have to say. Well, pretty much, yeah. Wow. So, you, the people you were kind of making fun of actually showed up no, yeah. while you were filming. It gave us a great idea for the sequel. I mean, we were just like, exactly, like, we could have chopped them up. It, it, it was unbelievable. <laughs> We thought about it. No, the, no the Peru sh- was, a, was a crazy place. It was, we could have chopped a lot of things up. No one would have known. Yeah. We, well, we, we kind of did get chopped. It's like the purge all the time down there. It was, it was insane. I mean, yeah, it's like the purge. Wise. Yeah, it's like the purge without houses. <laughs> or clothes. And walls and gates and clothes. Well, no. Okay, so this village, how they, much, they what live, is it like? The like, village, you go to the village, I was scouting on location, and they said, this is where Werner Herzog filmed A Gear of the Wrath of God. And I said, okay, I want to go farther, just to be like, I went farther than Herzog. So we're going up, the, and I see, and the guy says, we have to turn around because it's absolute jungle, and we're going to just run out of gas and really get stuck. So we turn around, and I see this grass, like a grass hut. And I said, what is that? And they said, that's a village. And I pull up, and there's a little girl washing clothes, and I'm like the first white or whitest dude she's ever seen. And we pull up, and the Peruvian producers were with Get Out and talk to them. And some woman comes out. They live in straw huts and sleep in hammocks. So you're literally just going up to random villages. I literally villages. went up the river, and we walked in, and I, I was like, this looks perfect. We don't have to do much set dressing. Can we? I said, can we shoot here? And that's when they said we'd have to conceptually explain what a movie is, and they they voted. The whole village had to vote on whether or not we should do it, and the way we were going to pay them was give them a boat and then give them roofs for the houses, and it was amazing. Like Our production designer from Santiago, Chile, went there, and and the art director, they lived in the village for like three weeks getting it ready, and right before they were going to leave, like when it was ready for the crew to come in and film, the village was like, we have a gift for you, and she's like, what? And they brought out a baby, and she's like, wait, what is this? And they're like, here, have a baby. And she's like, what? What the fuck are we gonna do with a Peruvian baby? And she was like, and and she's like, you know, I I actually I live in Santiago with my boyfriend. Like, I can't just take a baby. And we had to reject the baby without. Was, I was the like, mom really sad? No, the mom was like, yeah, they were sad that she didn't get to give away the baby. That was like, yeah, that was that was the whole thing. So we were worried that we were gonna offend them by not. So at the end, of the, we're shooting. We're like, are we gonna have to take a baby at the end of this? Like. <laughs> You know, who's going to rock, paper, scissors for the baby? Not it. Not it. And then, but there was also a thing. Wait, that's like their standard gift? Yeah. It's like, here's a great housewarming. Here's the baby to go with it. 
Yeah. No, it was. Lorenzo Was remember, it a cute baby there. or was it like a shitty baby? They also had mini. No. <laughs> no. There were some shitty babies there, to be fair, but it was a cute baby. But They well, had mini pigs. Like little mini pigs all over. They had mini pigs? Yeah, or maybe they, they were, were babies. adorable. They were baby pigs. I know, but they were cute. So you were okay, you wanted the mini pig, not the I mini know, human. I know, offered a baby, I wanted a mini pig. Yeah, she was getting picky. She's like, well, can I have the mini pig? But <laughs> they're like, this sounds like a good discussion for the X-Files files. Yeah, nice Kumail's, segue, bro. Kumail's show. <laughs> yeah, no, I just wanted to uh, get into, uh, I still got to talk about I all saw. this stuff that uh, you guys brought for the prize bag. Oh. Uh, yeah, uh, Eli brought a copy of Aftershock, which is, is that where the two of you met? On yes. this movie, yeah, yeah, yes, it is. Put it together, yeah. figured it out, yeah. and then uh, and then uh, you also brought uh, the, sound uh, the score for uh, Cabin Fever and the score for The Man with the Iron Fists, and then the uh, Blu-ray plus DVD of The Last Exorcism. So all of that is in the bag. Well, the after, yeah, the aftershock can go in the Lorenza bag to divvy it up it, with, it, with the poster. That's from bag. her. Yes. Okay. That is Wait, from did her. you were you involved with the last exorcism? I was. I was the producer on. I really that's a great movie. Well, I thank you very much. I appreciate <laughs> it. It is. I got to say there's a great uh, there's a scene in that movie it's, it's a great workout tape. Yes. Right? But, that thing, yeah, yeah. Yoga. It's a good stretch. It's a really good stretch. She had to have surgery after that yeah, scene. Didn't she like break oh, her shit. back? Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. And then she was in the sequel too, right? Yeah. We, we had to take it easy on the back rack. bending. Yeah. Oh, God. It was bad. Bro- broken back. Uh, Kumail brought uh, three every week at the, uh, uh, over at uh, the comic book store Meltdown on uh, Sunset. There's a, uh, they do a stand-up show with uh, Jonah Ray and Kumail, and, uh, and then it became a series for uh, Comedy Central. But they uh, he, they always make a, a really great. Who are the artists that do these? They make uh, these great posters for each episode. Dave Clock is the artist, and he does every episode. He does them all. Yeah, he How does. How many them now? Like, I mean, a few hundred, right? Yeah, it's a lot of them. We have yeah. we've been doing it four years, so we have a couple hundred. Uh, so yeah, posters, so somebody yeah. tonight gets some of these posters, and then uh, the the series, the TV series Meltdown with Joan and Camille is on. Uh, Every Wednesday night at twelve thirty a.m., so Thursday morning on Comedy Central, and uh, tomorrow night's episode is uh, is the one that I did. It's you and Jim Gaffigan and Rob Hubel, Paul Shear, Rory Scovel. It's all Douglas movies Andre. guests. Well, Eric Andre's been on Getting Doug with High. Yeah, <laughs> he hasn't been on this show because uh, I need my guests to sit still and not get naked. Keep their clothes on. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's ever taken their dick out on this show, and I'm kind of proud of it. It's pretty awesome. That could all change That's tonight. You, this is it. You never know. Tonight. That's an invitation. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, so um, yeah. So let's talk about movies. Um, I oh okay. I I had <laughs> I just said the worst uh, phrase I've ever said in my entire life. One for Ninja Turtles. I went last week <laughs> all alone it? on my own and saw Ninja Turtles at a, a tiny town in Oregon on my own, and it was me and two kids who were talking the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't shush him. I can't be a grown man in my 30s shushing the demo for the movie. Like, that hey, 14-year-olds, yeah. shut up. I'm trying to really take in this movie. You saw it too, right? I saw it in, thank you for outing me, <laughs> as having seen, uh, I saw it in Chile, where it was under the title Tortuga Ninja. I didn't see it. So I felt like it was a little more artsy. I was like, I didn't see Ninja Turtles. I saw Tortuga Ninja. Um, Does it still have Megan Fox as a news reporter? It did, but it had the thing where the brightness was so dark that I had to, I like had to take off the 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 3D glasses to <laughs> see it at the proper f-stop level. So I feel like I watched it drunk. Oh, you saw like doubles. What did you think of it? Uh, I enjoyed it. I did too. I it's really not did. bad. No. It's not, not bad. <laughs> not bad. No, it was. So you're no. the you are the demographic for that movie. Turns and not, out and not those. Not those uh, Statler and Waldorf kids that yeah. were talking the whole time. Yeah. Talking. What was cool was in the beginning they were doing loud bits making fun of the movie. Then about a half an hour in, they really got into it. They locked in. So they were just, they were just discussing how great it is. Yeah, and they were just gasping and stuff after it, that. It is one of those movies. I don't want to spoil it because there's Ninja Turtles in it. That's one spoiler. But it is one of the movies where they really just decided to completely forego the plot. And there's just a bad guy who's just going to do something so completely insane. 
and they just have a moment where they're like, why are you doing that? He's like, to get rich. But he's also already the richest, he's most powerful the richest billionaire person. in New York City. And they're like, but you're already a billionaire. He's like, I want to get richer. Keep going with the movie. Action Ninja Turtles, look. Ah. And you just one of these things where you're like, oh, yeah, there's no point there's to no plot. any of this. Also, he's there's, a a lot, there's a lot of those. Like you know, Did you ever see Hard Bodies? Hard Bodies is a masterpiece. Like, Hard Bodies is one of the, does something very. Like Skin Flick? Yeah, the Skin Flick, the Skinamax movie. Of yeah, Scotty Palmer I think I saw Brad. that. There's, they do something quite brilliant in that movie where the three, you know, Scotty Palmer, who has to teach the old guys how to pick up girls, they do something structurally bold and brilliant. Really, not since Wes Anderson reinvented the five act structure with Rushmore do they do this, where in the final scene of There's the movie. There's so much information. In the final scene, in, no, it's just in like, like one sentence. In he the last everything. scene of the movie, the girl who you didn't know, like the love interest, goes, you know, I think maybe next year. I'm going to go to college locally so we can be together. And it's like there's been no indication whatsoever that she was ever going to go to college or that she was going to go. But they actually set up, and he's like, yay! And then they run into the sunset. They set up the, con- the main conflict of the movie and resolve it in two sentences and then cut to the credits. It's brilliant. It's, it's such a bold structural reinvention of conventional modern cinema that I'm surprised that I've the, really the last movie, the only movie that I saw that really did it that brave was Michael Bay in the Ninja Turtles movie. They just sort of, in the last minute, give me the plot and the resolution, then the movie continues. All right. So, I, so are you saying we should just sneak in uh, when there's only a minute left? or No, see the whole movie. The whole thing is just fun. It's, it's about the journey. Um, I have to... Sh- did you guys like the new Godzilla? Yes. Okay, since now we're well, building a case against your opinions in general. Okay, I will say I would watch Ninja Turtles again before I would watch the new Godzilla again. Okay. Because um, it's got Ninja, it's got fucking Ninja Turtles in it. I realized I love Ninja Turtles so much that that's going to carry a movie for me. His entire plot to explain to you what Shredder's big plan is. It's not Shredder. It's, it's uh, William Fickner's big plan is he's going to release this poison gas and he's got like a Trump Tower thing and it's already got a, spy, a gas releasing spire on it and he doesn't have the gas yet but for years he's like someday I'm going to get the fucking gas and put this thing to use. Be ready to go, yeah. So his whole plan like is he's going to release this. with his Wardenclyffe Tower. Yeah, exactly. No his plan is he's going to release this pink poison gas and then come in as a savior and have the medicine for people. Except you're going to be like, clearly it was you that released it. We saw the fucking gas coming out of your spire. So there's a lot of holes, but it is pretty brilliant. That... But Megan Fox is great in it. Why so is it? Care. This is what I don't like about it. Why is it Megan Fox's movie? It's her story. The Ninja Turtles are like sort of side characters. Yeah, I heard there's like a 20-minute stretch where you don't see the turtles. The first 20 minutes, there's no turtles in it. It's just Megan Fox <laughs> reporting the news. And the whole plot point is that she's reporting shitty news. So the first 20 minutes is just her reporting boring news. Wow. And then the Ninja Turtles show and you're, up. And, and you're, yeah, and you loved it. I didn't say so I loved it. So skip the first 20 minutes then. I, I, I just can't, I just don't know what minutes. you're trying to tell us. Go see the movie. Just see it. The Ninja Turtles. Okay, yeah. all right. Two thumbs up. All right. I was shocked at how much I liked it. Lorenza, have you been to the movies lately? Yeah, I went to a Capitan, and I saw Frozen <laughs> sing along with my three-year-old niece. And, and does family. everybody sing along? Oh, my God. I was covered in... Let it go! <laughs> I was covered in spit and tears and, like, and a lot of fluids. It was amazing, though. I cried the whole time. They showed this, like, short before called... Eli Peace. sat that one out, I guess. <laughs> He went and he cried. Oh no! Cry. My allergies. I don't know if you guys remember that. He was falling. It's so emotional. Yeah, my Whenever allergies. I see frozen, my allergies. You guys, my no. allergies. No, no, no. no the they movie... sprayed this fake snow, and I was like, "Wow, it's really my allergies." It goes <laughs> right into your eyes. It's yeah. a princess. It's a woman going for her. I mean, a girl going for herself. It's a really good movie. Like it really, you know, it it transcends yeah, it's, Disney. It's definitely spoke to people, and, and Disney did a great job when it first came out of hiding the fact that it was about princesses. They mostly showed the snowman. Have so you seen all this the little movie? boys wanted to see it? Frozen? Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, my favorite part was when. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's great for for children. And children at heart of all ages. I mean, we're talking about Ninja Turtles and Godzilla, so I think it goes pretty well. In no, the... I above those three, I will watch Frozen a million times before I watch uh, Godzilla a second time. Uh, but I'll see Ninja Turtles. Now you guys got me hooked in. 
Really? My favorite part. <laughs> yeah, they talked me into it. My favorite part of Frozen was when my three-year-old niece looked at the movie screen. It was her first time in the theater, and she goes, "Look, a giant computer." Whoa! <laughs> and the kids were. It she was, thought it was a big iPad. It was a giant iPad. To that room. By the way, it was her first kids, time going to like a movie. She was trying to move to the next was, scene, like fucking was, Tom Cruise in Minority you know, Report. Yeah. I know. Wow! Look, a giant computer. That's what it's come to. Nice. And uh, so, so you saw Frozen and Ninja Turtles. Anything else that we should mention before we uh, move on to the next part? Other than being forced at gunpoint to sit through Amores Perros? No. Wait. What? I made him watch Amores Perros by Iñárritu. <laughs> you guys say it different. <laughs> <laughs> well, well look, Iñárritu's got like... that amazing-looking Birdman movie coming out. Birdman, well, yeah, but Birdman. all of his movies prior to Birdman... Let's be honest. Little, they're fucking heavy and we're Bergman more than Birdman. What? They're a little more Bergman than yes. Birdman. Yes. I would yes. Say. yes. Frog insurance, the, fraud insurance. Frog insurance. Yeah. That is the yeah. best Indian redo Bergman joke of all time. You fucking Bird nailed it, buddy. That's Thank, you. Thank you very much. Wow. Birdman than Birdman. Wow. A joke for four people. And here ends the podcast. No. But now it, he's I, finally with well, Bird, Birdman. He's made a like, comedy, so that's going to be Babel? interesting. No, I mean I watched yeah, it. I loved it. It's brutal. That it's movie. so brutal. It's so brutal. I watched Without Warning, which she wouldn't sit through. Without Warning, it's a 1980 slasher film with Martin Landau and Jack Palance about, uh, I guess that you could describe <laughs> the, the alien watches are as, like, as like a fried egg that attacks people. With an alien, it's man in suit, and the girl tries to blow up the... But David Caruso's in it. He's a great death very early on. If you're David, if you're a fan of NYPD Blue. Right in the beginning, I, it was not a selling point. And then you said <laughs> no. he dies right away. And I was like, egg. I could see that. I think Rambo kills uh, David Crusoe in, the, in First Blood. Or I know David Crusoe's in it, but I, I think he maybe even gets killed by Rambo. Oh, wow. Yeah. David Crusoe was in a bunch of shit before, he, uh, before uh, the whole CSI thing. Yeah. Yeah. He went NYPD Blue to like seven or eight failed movies and then back to TV. He was who knows what movie. he's doing now. What, what was his sex movie? What Jade? Movie? Yeah, Jade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was directed by uh, Friedkin, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's, well, I uh, think we have not hit a lot a of Jade. We man. hit the wall. It's time to move Let on. It's the wall of Caruso. Let the games begin! <laughs> Uh, gentlemen and lady, uh, choose your name tags from these uh, things that people are holding I up have in no the, idea in the how audience. this game works. Just go grab a name tag, though, for now. Just uh, anything that speaks to you, anything that, uh, you know, you think uh, somebody put a lot of work into. You want this one? It's not a lot of them. There, you, oh, go. there you go. There you go. That was easy. Right. I, and and while, uh, while Eli picks a name tag, we'll Taylor. do this commercial message. We'll be right back. And we're back. <laughs> Who are you playing for, Kumail? I'm playing for uh, Fifty Shades of Greg, and it's li- he's so excited. That's why I picked it, because it's literally the shittiest name tag in here. If you see, he took a sheet of printer paper, folded it after he wrote on it in terrible handwriting. He looked so proud. It was like when Michelangelo finished his David. He was not happier than Greg was about Fifty Shades of Greg. I mean, look at it. <laughs> All right. But he L- looks Lorenzo, so who's, tell us about your name tag, Lorenzo. And don't. And there might be a shithead written on the back, so don't don't read that out loud. Don't don't say okay. that. Okay. Um, well, Xander Men. Did I say that right? Yes. Xander Men. Doug's a future past. It's got a really cute drawing of a of a you with a heart and a and a camera. Yeah, that's the logo of the show. I'm glad you think it's really cute. It's really cute. Oh, and like he really, I, I really see a stroke of like a really good stroke. And Let's sh- face it. Uh, shade. The, these were the three best name tags in a, in a, uh, a, a group of about 10 shitty name tags. <laughs> I don't know what's going on last no, but there, there was a lot of effort in putting it out there. So. <laughs> I mean, at least your guy didn't like fold it. My guy, no, yeah, yeah. he's no, folded up and put it in his, you know his pocket. Yeah, wait in line outside. No, mine is, his, mine is way better than yours. Yeah, he put it in his wallet. Look how much he folded there it. There is a theme with the blue and red today, though. Taylor. Yeah, hold that up for me over here. <laughs> a city of Los Angeles parking ticket. Yeah. So I wonder 
when it gets actually mailed into the city of Los Angeles, it will say shithead. Oh, don't read the back. Don't read the back. <laughs> no, no, he he wrote, I'm not the reading shithead the shithead part. part, but it actually has he wrote it on the shithead back. with an arrow on the address part. So some, some, he's going to get another ticket for this. <laughs> Tickets That's for language. That's probably what's going to happen. Uh, to determine who goes first today in the Leonard Maltin game, we're going to uh, do some lines with Mark. How you doing? Some lines. <laughs> He's pre-recorded today because uh, he was busy not going to his brother's w- wedding this weekend. Uh, he blew that off and uh, and couldn't be here. But he's Donnie's say, getting married? Huh? Donnie's Donnie got married? married to Jenny over the weekend and Mark did not attend. Oh, I didn't know that. He sent a video, best wishes. Wow. Yeah, because, you know, he's... Saturday, he's got stuff to do. Saturday. He's got to run Wahlburgers. That's the thing I can't believe we actually have in our lives. That's a real thing that's happening, by the way. This is the only universe out of all the parallel universes where Wahlburgers is real. Wahlburgers. They have a burger store. No, it's amazing. Have you been there? No, but have you seen the, the show? No, it's a show about it's, a burger place. It's awesome. It's good. It's like the three brothers, and one of them isn't like that cute, and he's like managing the whole thing, and his two older brothers <laughs> sort of take care of him. Yeah. But he gets really mad that you know it's not working out for him as well. I like that. I don't know. On the billboard, really they're all like wearing that. a shirt that says "I'm mommy's favorite." We all know it's Mark, right? Oh, the mom. <laughs> There's no way anybody other than Mark Wahlberg is mommy's favorite. I know, it's really sad. It's All right, really first person to guess the name of this movie, uh, Mark Wahlberg's going to say a line from a classic motion picture, and uh, you guys just yell it out as soon as, as soon as you know it. And then you'll be the winner if you get it right. All right, guys, you ready? Here we go. Okay. Let's do some lines. Okay. Here, I cannot self-terminate. You must lower me into the steel. Uh, Terminator 2 Judgment Day. That's correct. That is correct. Some of them are pretty easy. I was just like, I, was, I said, just do a line from Inglorious Bastards. That'll be funny. And he said he did that the last time you yeah. were here. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> there's, there's my memory for you. Um, <laughs> but that means Kumail gets to go first. And then we'll go to Eli. So that Lorenza has a little bit of a beat there to f- try to figure out what's happening and, uh, and play along. But, you know, you got a good plug-in for, for sex ed, November 7th. Yeah. Yeah. You, oh, guys, I, you guys are going to check it out, right? Haley, Joel Osment making out with her? Seriously. Um, I got to say, the last time I shushed people at a movie theater was Cabin Fever, and it was two old ladies were in there who'd come into the wrong movie or something, and they were talking the whole time, and I was like, hey, shut up. And I, I felt so bad that I haven't shushed anybody in a movie theater since. But did they run out screaming? How were they during the leg shaving and the fingering scene? Uh, I, was, I was sitting behind them, but in retrospect, I really should have walked up and just like looked like, huh, yeah? You like the fingering? You should have just gone over and put your hand on her knee, gingerly. That, would, I think that of, wouldn't have worked out very well, I don't think. Serena Vincent, that's her name? Yes, I Serena. think of her once a week, fondly. I, I will tweet her as much. Don't... <laughs> don't tell her. Yeah, don't tell her. She, she probably she'll doesn't listen know. to this. She'll never know. Yeah, she'll never know. Uh, how, what's your relationship like with Ryder Strong? Are you still buddies with that guy? Yeah, I see Ryder every now and then. I love Ryder. He's a, he's a married man. You know, I make a couple Boy Meets World references and jokes. Yeah, and and he's, he was great. Off to the races. Uh, yeah. Well, they're actually shooting, a, they're doing in Portland a reboot of Cabin Fever. So I've been talking to all those guys. Someone decided, to, can we just reshoot the movie with your exact script, which I wrote when I was 22. Is it like, is it like an Indiana Jones kind of thing, where it's like kids doing it? Or is yeah, it's, it's not kids that are reshooting it on video, although I have that VHS tape. The yeah. kids are reshot Raiders shot for shot. Yeah. Um, but they, uh, no, they're actually just reshooting the movie, basically, completely rebooting it. Who was so, the guy, like someone, Gus, Gus Van Zandt? Sort of a Gus Van Zandt. <laughs> yeah. I like that but it was shot, shot for shot remake. Plus one masturbation scene. Plus the masturbation scene. I, I said they could only do it if they added a masturbation yeah. scene. Which they're well, doing. you already have... No, the director's very excited about it, and he's got a lot of good ideas. So, yeah. I do talk to Ryder. Yeah, the good idea is making your movie. He just took all your ideas, right? Well, I mean, yeah, but they're good ideas. So right. let's see what he does with them. <laughs> I'd see that. It's, a, it's an interesting idea. Like, they, you know... 
I think it is restaging a play. They change all the wrong things when they when they remake stuff generally. Right. You know? I mean, they like, like they make TJ, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles about April O'Neil. Yeah, that was a huge misstep. Yeah. All right, let's play the game. But uh, oh yeah, I was gonna say uh, I've been in touch with Ryder about possibly being on the show sometime, and I would have. Is that his real it? name? He what is his, the next What does his person. mother call him? Is the writer? His name is Writer. And his Ryder last name Strong. is Strong. And yeah, and the you know on the storm is his Twitter name. All that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's even. Strong. It's even. Uh, there's even a writer in all of his contracts that say you have to call him that. His girlfriend's been with him forever. She's a writer too. Trying to continue the writer pun theme didn't work. I thought it was a strong pun. Thanks, everybody. That was his. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Kumail, yes, sir. It's a big category. Would you like at Dan C one 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 zero? That's a catchy Twitter handle. He suggested Indigo Girls, and that's movies that have blue women in them, women that are blue colored. Movies with that. I wanted that. Uh, at Max P Wilson suggested Superbad, and that's uh, superhero movies that Leonard gave two stars or less. So bad superhero movies. Okay. According to Leonard. And then uh, celebrating a birthday today is Keanu Reeves. So this who we just worked with in Knock Knock. Yeah, like yeah. literally we directed him. two months ago. He's the best. Holy shit! That's your next thing. That's my yeah. next movie. We shot it. We're starring Lorenza and Keanu. It's when a I, when, I, when I was like, hey, come down to the show, bring some awesome people with you. You could have you could have been like Keanu. Let's hey. do this. Hey, I, 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 we didn't think of that. S- some I want you. I wanted you here, of course. He's the best. Um, but that's awesome. That he, he is there a nicer guy in the world? No, there is not. And he's incredibly funny. And we just asked him about Bill and Ted's all the time. And he had the greatest stories in the Matrix. And you know, uh, he was one of the most fun, cool, easygoing dudes I've ever worked with. We love him. All right. Well, the films of Keanu Reeves is your third option there, Camille. I, I, no, not Keanu. <laughs> you're not going to fall into that trap. I'm already an asshole. And, and Lorenzo really liked the uh, blue women category, so... Uh... Yeah, fuck Lorenzo, too. I'm sorry. Let's go. <laughs> I'm sorry. We just met. Uh, Why? I really I like you and your show. I'm very nice. You're very nice. We're all great. Um... <laughs> I just I knew I, tonight would prove that you're the one that starts the shit with it, with the other guests on these shows. No, because, because these two are just sitting no, they're here wonderful. And I you still started. I thought shit. it would be funny make fun of Keanu because he seems like such a mensch, and then she's so nice, and I was like, oh, that's the next step in the joke, and it wasn't. It wasn't the next step. It didn't work. It didn't work. Everybody like you're too likable. Yeah. Keanu's not here. Fuck that guy. But you're here, <laughs> and clearly I'm the asshole. Um, all right, as an apology. Oh, here we go. I will uh, choose super bad. No, I'm joking. Let's do the blue ladies. All right. This movie's got blue ladies. I can think of three. Okay, well, which one was from 2009, and Leonard gave it three stars, and uh, he says about this movie that it goes on for too long, and uh, 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 that some people are allergic to it, and... uh, it was an Oscar winner for it won uh, three uh, three Oscars I think three Oscars and um, Leonard lists ten names. Um, so now you have to tell me how many names it would take you, Kumail Nanjiani, to uh, discern the title of this movie. Reading the, those ten names from the bottom up, of course. Is this super easy, or am well, I it might be? It am might I be, missing but, something? But so then, if you think you know it, you could bid zero names. You could go. You can get into negative names if you want. If you said negative one, you'd have to name what? the movie and the top billed person in the movie. Is <laughs> okay. You, you've played this game before, right? I have a question. I'll, yeah, please. What is negative like? Then you. I know it's. You, insane. Then you have to name the movie and the first person. All right, I'll go zero names. Zero names, he says. All yeah. right. So, Eli, if you think you know it, you can go negative one and name the movie and the top billed person. Or you could uh, just hope that Kumail's got it wrong and ask him to name it. Well, I'm trying to... I want to go negative one. Okay. I think I can do it. I yeah. think... I think it can was. Can you go negative oh, two? No, no. Don't say it yet. Can you go Don't negative say it out two? loud because then we have negative to go two. to uh, I think you should. Lorenzo. That would mean that you'd have to name the movie and the top two stars of the movie. No. If it's the movie. <laughs> Don't make her do it, Kumail. 
So then you just have to say to, to uh, uh, your dear sweet Eli, uh, name that movie and hope that he gets name it Name that movie. Avatar. Right. Yeah, and wh- who's the top bill? Sam Worthington. That's correct. Yeah. It's the, I can't believe it's the easiest blue movie. They're what? all blue. It's always all down as super blue. If there's I did a, three, there's, like a, a, there's a blue Smurf girl. And then Smurfs there's Willy Wonka. And then there's, there's, X-Men. there's X-Men. Jennifer Lawrence, blue. Oh, the blueberry Rebecca and Willy Wonka. Yeah. yeah. Blueberry, yeah. <laughs> what are the top three? Is it uh, Worthington, Soldana, and Weaver? Aren't there, is anybody blue in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? Dave, yeah, yeah but he's a dude, though. Yeah. Is that movie good? To be ladies. Yeah, it's oh, awesome. Oh, it's so good. It's yeah. great. Yeah, it's, it's the hit. It's so good. The hit of the summer. Avatar. <laughs> Can't believe Who you missed Avatar. Yeah. God. I yeah. think we all knew. It becomes <laughs> well, it becomes a negative names game then. Yeah. I thought you were geeks. But seriously. what were the top three? Are those the three? Is it Weaver, Soldana, and? Weaver, Worthington, and Weaver. Worthington are those the three? Uh, you no. lost. Just, just like, let it go, man. Starts, let it go. Let it go. It starts Sam Worthington, and then uh, uh, Zoe let Saldana, and, and then Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the cover of Celebrity Sleuth when Alien Three came out? What the headline was? No. no. Horny, <laughs> horny Sigourney Weaver's naked alien beaver. That That's is a, a home tr- run. That I is can't a believe tr- I didn't remember that. That is a. <laughs> That is a fact. I am not making that up. That you can Google that. You would be a sociopath if you were making that up. If you were like, I gotta get this phrase out there. I wish I was. sleuth. I'll lie to these nice people. No, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't deceive them. Okay. All right, Eli has one point, and uh, uh, Kumail gets to start us off again. All right. Uh, but this time we'll go to you next, Lorenza. So be ready. Camille, uh, uh, would you like uh, at w- w- where is underscore Q suggested Port Blandia? I was just in uh, Portland, that's why this came up. But Port Blandia is movies that take place in Portland with, that Leonard gave two stars or less. Okay. Uh, and then your next option is uh, the the classic category wins in Scrabble, and that's uh, movies that start with the letter Q. And then we've got. <laughs> Yeah, right? Horace Inkling suggested Batman versus Bateman, and that's movies that have Jason Bateman and Ben Affleck, or both. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow, indeed. Uh, which one of those would you like to play? Uh, I like... What was the first one again? Portland movies that Portland, are terrible. No, no, no. I'll do the Q. Starts with Q. Yeah. All right. This movie that starts with the letter Q came out in 1986. One and a half stars from Leonard. He says this movie takes place in a big city. (laughs) Thanks, Leonard. But that it was confusingly shot in three different cities. Oh. Uh Uh-huh. And one white collar... Oh. Oh, it's... Okay, it's the lives of some people... Okay, forget it. (laughs) All right, Portlandia. Starts with Q. So those are your clues. Big what city. was the third clue? Confusingly shot. It's the shortest review, and I almost, I, I almost just, I, I think I'll just read the whole review. Yeah. All right. The lives of big city bicycle messengers confusingly shot in three different cities, and one white collar drop it, dropout in particular. So obvious. Like, Lo- way more obvious. Than low the other gear one. all the way. Kumail, how many names? How many names are there? It's uh, a good point. Eight. Eight. I'll say eight. Okay. He says eight names, Lorenza. So. You think you know the name of the movie? Look at these two cheating with each other. Did he just They're cheating with each other, name? not a, not against each other? It's taking a very long time to cheat. Yeah, it's really. You guys are not terrible subtle at, at all. The teacher would have to turn and look away for a long time for you guys to get away with that shit. Uh, what do you think, Lorenza? I don't know what you said. Uh, <laughs> She didn't even understand any of it. Got to speak. My her ears language, are really Eli. red. I get very nervous when I do bad things. You're not doing anything bad. What? Wait, yeah. What? Wait, what? My what? ears are bad. I get very nervous when I do bad things. I don't. We're learning. A Those lot were a couple podcasts. unconnected thoughts, lady. I said I got nervous when I'm cheating. Uh, okay. All right. Sorry. So, uh, how, do you, you think to you know the name of the movie? Lorenzo? I'll give you a hint. It's whatever word he whispered into your ear. (laughs) 
If you think you know it, say zero. Or you should say, uh, or, or you could say is seven names. Two? Or you could go negative two you, if you did want. Did you hear what I said? Yeah, I, I think, think I did. She thinks she did. Well, then it was one name and the title. Yeah. So you'd say negative one. Yeah. I, okay, I'm, negative one. I'm feeling so miserable right now. Say negative one. I bet you he's setting you up anyway. N- oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, can't oh. I just throw it to someone? No, just say negative one. Is it... Or say name it Kumail, but then he's gonna get all eight names. Quicksilver? <laughs> Kevin Bacon? You have to bid negative one. You gotta say negative one. Negative one. Alright, and then say what you just said again. Quicksilver. Uh, Kevin Bacon. That's correct. <laughs> wow. How'd you know that it was Quicksilver? How did you know? How did you know Quicksilver? What's the what happens in that movie? Well, did, you know, there's like a surf the... brand that's really cool. They have really good surf trunks. Did They're you see awesome. that movie at the Chestnut Hill Cinema 2 in 1986? I mean, what I was born in 1989, but... All right, we got to start with... <laughs> this keeps happening. I, I don't know why, but we're going to start with Kumail again and then, and then go to Eli. Because I'm the only one with fucking integrity on this. You're, <laughs> you're controlling the board, and yet you can't, can't control the board. I, I won't cheat. Yeah, you can't control the game. They're cheating. <laughs> No more cheating. I wasn't cheating. <laughs> Assisting. Coaching. It was coaching. It was coaching. It's All right. first time. Uh, so uh, it's a two-way tie between Eli Yeah, and it looked between not me. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> got it, buddy. But you get to pick a category. I know how right numbers to work. a three-way tie, and we've got, Camille, to, we've got to wrap this up ones. in 12 minutes or less. And as it is, we're going long. Apologies to put your hands together. Uh, you get to pick between you say Ferrara, I say Ferrara. And that's the films of American, America Ferrara and Jerry Ferrara. Jerry Ferrara is turtle, right? <laughs> yes. Would you like to know who America Ferrara is? Uh, Ugly, she's Ugly Betty. Betty yes. yes. Ugly Betty versus They're turtle. They're both iconic TV characters who have been in a couple of films each. Uh, I haven't seen any of them. All right. Well, the that's... jeans one, the pants, the pants, the traveling pants. Penny Dreadful is the films of Penny Marshall that Leonard Maltin gave two stars or Go less. Go ahead and say that again. I was Penny busy. Dreadful is the films of Penny Marshall that Leonard gave two, mar- two stars or less. Uh-huh. And Into the Wild is films where Halle Berry has sex. I will go with... Into I'm sorry, the... Into the Storm. Why did I say wild? Yeah, that doesn't Into make the sense. Wild is movies where Sean movie. Penn does not have sex. Yeah. Into the Storm. That's into the Storm a, is the name like of the great title. Name, great yeah. name. Into the Storm. Let's go into it's the a Storm. It's funnier when I don't fuck it up. Let's go into the Storm, buddy. You, you, you like that one? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Halle Berry had sex in this movie from 2002. The Leonard Maltin gives three stars. He calls it entertaining. He says that uh, it goes on for... Oh, he says... <laughs> uh, it goes for one segment too long. So that's interesting. Usually he just says it's too long. This is just one segment too long. And then he says, but it's still fun to watch. And he also says that the person who sings the opening title song also appears in the film Unbilled. And he lists nine names. How many names can you get it in, Kumail? I'll go with Eight. Eight names. Strong opening bid. We go to Eli. Does that mean he needs eight names to get it? He's going to take eight names, yeah. I'm going to read off eight names so you can go less. I could go, like, I could get it in two names. Oh, wow. That's really really a daring bid. That is a daring bid. (laughs) What do you think, Lorenzo? (laughs) Could you go less than two names? I'm in the storm right now. I'm... (laughs) Are you sure you're not in a green inferno? (laughs) I get confused sometimes. Someday. Um, It was a green inferno in the little room back there before we came out here. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you think a lot of stoners will go to green inferno thinking it's not uh, Eli Roth horror extravaganza? I I hope so, because there's actually a huge plot point about stonerism in the movie that I think you'll greatly enjoy. Oh, good. I hope it's because the stoner saves the day. At something. a certain point, it turns into a Cheech and Chong movie. <laughs> I like the stoner guy in uh, Cabin in the Woods uh, ends up being like the hero. Uh, that was great. I like that a lot. I like that a lot, too. Lorenzo, I, what do you think? I, you, don't, you have any idea what this movie is? 
Nope. Okay, so just, just uh, tell uh, Eli to name it, and then I'll give him his two names, and uh, there's a yeah, very Eli. strong chance you're going to walk away with the win. Eli, say the name. All right. I'm guessing it's... Can so- I give you the two names first? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Samantha Bond and Michael Madsen from 2002. Oh, I was... Entertaining. Gonna- Halle Berry has sex. Three stars. I was going to say Swordfish. Goes on one segment too long. Ooh. Still fun to watch. Buddy, it she is just not shows her verbs and It's sword, not swordfish. swordfish. I don't think she has sex with anybody, does she? I swordfish is why would she show her boobs if she wasn't having sex? Because she's sitting outside She's reading them. a book on her on her her boobs are reading a book. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it was happens. that one because she didn't Oh, have I sex. thought she was holding one of those tanning things under oh, her. Oh yeah, boobs. that's what it is. I just looked at the boobs. <laughs> I thought I never even looked below the nipples, I guess. So, so you I just was like, guessed a book? I That's what like, you thought she would be doing in her boob? I thought her boobs time. were like reading a book. Like, are you done, boobs? And then she turns the page, and then the boobs are reading a book. Yeah, it's like probably written in Braille. She, uh, yeah, she's feeling rubs aware. Her boobs along. Uh, <laughs> rubs her boobs any idea, along. Eli? Well, you said he said swordfish. Oh, 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 but, but you said you were going to say Swordfish. I was going to say Swordfish. You knew, it, you knew it's not Swordfish when Michael Madsen gets named, but does that help you to no, tell I you thought it was. It I thought it was Swordfish, but with Michael Madsen, I'm clueless. So the only other sex one I could think of was Monster's Ball. Yeah, and yeah. that's not a fun movie to watch. No, and it's Leonard not a fun said, sex scene. Like you Leonard's, can't, you can't like all oh, the sex scenes sex. here. I'm going to yeah. take it out because Leonard said it's a fun movie to watch, right? But Isn't you never know what, what Leonard Maltin's into. Very entertaining. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm actually quite pleased to say this because people come on the show all the time and they say, I don't know anything about movies. How could I possibly win? And I say, because if you do it right, uh, you could win anyway, even if you don't know the answers. And or if someone whispers the answers in your ear. Uh, Lorenzo Izzo is our winner, you guys. <laughs> yeah. The film is uh, the James Bond with Pierce Brosnan called Die Another Day. Uh... Yes, with Halle Berry has sex with That's James 2002? Bond. Huh? That's 2002? Huh? That's 2002? I think so. What did I say? Yeah, yeah 2002. 2002. You, you, when I get questioned on this show, I usually am wrong, so that scared me. But, uh, yeah, you're a winner. Definitely the most did it. worthy the winner. That Can Doug you come back next week? Yeah. <laughs> I would love it if you came back week after week. But with a different cheater. <laughs> but yeah, de- next week I think uh, somebody else from Sex Ed might be here, so that's actually a, a cool tie-in. Uh, anything to plug, Kumail? I mean, lots of things to plug, obviously. Well, I'll say The Meltdown, Wednesday nights, 12.30 a.m., technically Thursday. X-Files Files is my podcast where I'm re-watching every episode of The X-Files and talking about it, uh, The Indoor Kids. And, oh, Silicon Valley is now on iTunes, the HBO show. Very funny show. Watch that. Buy it on iTunes. You have a lot going on. It's mostly podcasts. Uh. Hey, where's Fifty Shades of Greg? We need a uh, shithead from you, dude. Yeah, just, just write one Oh, down The here. Indoor Kids is a video game podcast I do for the Nerdist with <laughs> yeah. my wife. Can I plug something? I'm glad we didn't Anything move else? on. <laughs> Are we going to plug his podcast? He's got a lot of stuff. <laughs> I want to plug his podcast. I think he still left some stuff out. Though. Yeah, well, think about anything else you want to say. I just saw you in a movie. What did I just see you in? You had like a, a scene or two. Oh, no, I saw you on Drunk History. That yeah. was very funny where you played an Indian. Yep. <laughs> I played... Chief. An Indian chief type. I think the joke of a Pakistani guy playing the wrong Indian is, is so many levels to get to the joke that most people didn't even get it. Uh, what do you have to plug, Lorenza, besides Sex Ed on November 7th? Anything Green else? Inferno? And, and Green Inferno someday? Yeah, Green Inferno someday. And go back Sex and check Ed. out Aftershock. I, st- I haven't seen Pan Aftershock. I have to watch it now. Yeah, well, let me talk. Go ahead. We'll Sorry. the clock. Um, yeah, <laughs> go, go into Netflix and watch my romantic comedies in Spanish. Give Fuck my life, fuck my wedding, fuck my family. And yeah. Aftershock. Wait, are those the names of the movies? Yeah. It's those a trilogy. What's wow. it called in English? It's like blue, That's red, and white. <laughs> and that, that was in English. No, I mean, what is it Tell in Spanish? Spanish? Oh, in Spanish, <laughs> they're called Que Pena Tu Vida, Que Pena Tu Boda, y Que Pena Mi Familia. Okay. Yeah, that's not, as, that's not as exciting as fuck my... Fuck what? Fuck my family. Fuck my life. <laughs> fuck my fuck wedding. Fuck my life. And then fuck my wedding. <laughs> fuck my wedding. Fuck my family. <laughs> fuck my fat wedding. Uh, <laughs> my fuck fat 
Quick I'm going to go watch those. Have you seen all of those, Eli? I have. I'm in Capana 3. Capana 2 Familia. <laughs> Eli has a part. I, there's, a, there's a Latin soap called Ataque al Corazon, Heart Attack, and I play the doctor. Wow. In it. It's great. He plays it's a fun. horny doctor. My friend Nicholas, who directed everyone. Aftershock, who I wrote Green Inferno with, um, and Knock Knock with, he, he very funny. Um, and Knock Knock's the next thing we knock, should be Knock Knock's looking next for. Yeah, and uh, today we just got the news. It just came out we, that Hemlock Grove has been renewed for season three on Netflix. Oh, yeah, so there you go. That's on, that. uh, and they're doing it as the final. They're like, let's do it as the last season. So it's weird. We got renewed and canceled in the same day, which is interesting. But the cool thing is now we can really kill as many people as we want with no repercussions. Um, and then hopefully everyone is trying to kind of working out the Green Inferno situation. So hopefully within the next week or so, we'll have some kind of resolution on when that's coming out. Yeah, let me know, and we'll uh, we'll talk it up. And it's funny, I even had written down, when I thought Neil was going to be here, I thought there was going to be four people, I was going to have Eli and Lorenza play as a team. That was my... Well, they did. Oh. They did anyway, yep. and they kicked your ass. <laughs> but you took it well, and I will be on Thursday, September 11th, I'm going to stand up at the uh, Zanies in Chicago, douglovesmovies.com, for all of my dates and deeds. We're two minutes under, our 15 minutes over. You won, so where's the person with that name tag? You get all this stuff. You get these posters. Oh, and there's a baby in that bag, too. (laughs) Enjoy your Peruvian baby. Good luck, buddy. That should be a shithead tonight. It actually comes in the mail. People who give away babies. (laughs) Uh, Thanks once again to Camille Nanjani, Lorenzo Izzo, who's going to be here next week, and Eli Roth. Uh, as always, uh, the dude who leaked all those nude photos is a shithead. And uh, the mid-season finale of Mad Men. I'm still mad about it. 